The Tax Cuts and Jobs Act passed in December of 2017 eliminated some deductions for individuals, but it also lowered the tax rates. The new law vastly increased the standard deductions, but eliminated exemptions. It also doubled the child care credit from $1,000 to $2,000 and raised the income limitations so many more people were able to claim it, but it restricted the amount of taxes that could be taken as an itemized deduction to $10,000. My point here is while both sides of the political aisle argue as to whether the new law helped the rich or the poor, and there are parts that help and hurt both, providing plenty of fuel for both sides, I say it favored businesses over individuals. This episode will explain how you can reduce your business taxes and ultimately your own personal tax liability. Welcome to the Accounting Tips for Entrepreneurs podcast. My name is Jeff Skolnick and I am a CPA with 35 years of experience working with small business owners, entrepreneurs, and network marketers on how to make their business more successful by understanding how taxes can work in their favor and not hurt their business. Each and every week I'm going to come to you with short, quick, and helpful tips on not only how to make sure you are doing everything possible to minimize your income tax liability, but also how to create the income for your business that you truly deserve. I always liken taxpayers and tax laws to board games we played when I was a kid. Every board game was roughly the same. It was a large piece of painted cardboard, a bunch of plastic pieces, and a mechanism to move the plastic pieces around the board, either dice, cards, or some type of spinner. One person would read the directions on the bottom of the box while everyone else picked which plastic piece they would use while playing and then started goofing around waiting for the person reading the bottom of the box to explain the rules. These rules would explain how the pieces were to move around the board. The rules would dictate your strategy. Do I have to get into the finish area on an exact count? Are there any areas that I must reach before my piece cannot be sent back further from the finish line? I look at tax laws as the instructions on the bottom of the box. When the laws change, we change the way we move our pieces around the board, or more directly, the way we run our financial lives. The Tax Cuts and Jobs Act passed in December of 2017 eliminated some deductions for individuals, but it also lowered the tax rates. The new tax law vastly increased the standard deductions, but eliminated exemptions. It also doubled the child care credit from $1,000 to $2,000 and raised the income limitation so many more people were able to claim it, but restricted the amount of taxes that could be taken as an itemized deduction to $10,000. My point here is while both sides of the political aisle argue as to whether the new law helped the rich or the poor, and there are parts that help and hurt both, providing plenty of fuel for both sides, I say it favored businesses over individuals. Almost every provision added in the business arena were helpful to businesses. I can quickly think of a few provisions that work against business. I will discuss them shortly. For the time being, I would like to concentrate on provisions in the tax law that you can utilize to keep more of your hard-earned cash. The first assumption I make here, and it's a big one, is that you are willing to have your own small business. It can be a traditional brick and mortar location or a network marketing business which you run from your home. It can be your full-time income or just a side hustle. 
I am simply stating that in order for you to take advantage of the strategies I am about to discuss, you must have a business. The first provision, and one that can save you thousands of dollars, is Section 179 Expensing. Section 179 Expensing stands for the Internal Revenue Code Section 179, and it allows a business to deduct in one year almost all new and used equipment it purchases. Without this provision, businesses would have to deduct computers, computer software, copiers, furniture and equipment over varying lives from three to seven years. There are some limitations. Most real property, which is real estate or improvements to real estate, is not allowed to be written off under Section 179, but there are some qualified improvements that are exceptions. Additionally, passenger vehicles have limitations, which I will discuss momentarily. Lastly, this deduction is allowed for purchases of up to $1 million annually. The deduction starts to phase out once you have made $2.5 million in purchases. Your deduction phases out between $2.5 and $3.5 million in purchases. Once your company purchases more than $3.5 million of furniture and equipment in a year, your total $1 million deduction will have been eliminated. This is one of those areas that to me affects large businesses. I don't know too many small businesses that make more than $3.5 million of fixed asset purchases in one year. Virtually every small business owner can write off all of their furniture and equipment purchases in one year. I never encourage people to buy equipment for no reason. However, if you are considering a large purchase, keep in mind the cost savings you will receive. I also would like companies to consider this far in advance of year end. You don't want to be running around the last week of the year trying to buy a piece of equipment before year end. Keep in mind there is income limitations on Section 179 expensing as well. In other words, if your Section 179 expense throws you into a loss, you may have to carry over your deduction to a following year. I did say passenger automobiles had to be treated differently. Luxury passenger vehicles, generally driven by small business owners or key personnel, have a limitation total depreciation allowed in a year. This provision overrides Section 179 expensing just discussed and bonus depreciation, which I will cover in the next section. Prior to 2018, the depreciation allowed for a vehicle over its first five years was limited to $23,060. The new law raised this amount to $47,120, which is obviously a lot more in line. Um, I, I don't think anybody today would consider a, a vehicle worth $23,000 a luxury vehicle. So while the limitation remains in place, it becomes much easier to deduct the cost of your automobile. Keep in mind that this 47,120 deduction occurs as follows. You are allowed to deduct up to $10,000 in year one, $16,000 in year two, $9,600 in year three, and $5,760 in each year thereafter. Bonus depreciation is another provision that allows businesses to deduct items in one year and it is similar to section 179 but not as restrictive in that you can have more than three and a half million dollars of purchases. Let's say you purchase five million dollars of equipment in a year. Based on what you learned, you know your entire section 179 deduction is eliminated. However, you may be able to use bonus depreciation for all five million dollars. Additionally, if you purchase a total of $1.5 million of equipment in a year, you may take a $1 million as a deduction under Section 179 
and $500,000 under the rules of bonus depreciation. If you buy your equipment on or before December 31st of 2022, you can write off 100% of the equipment under the bonus depreciation rule. Each year subsequent to 2022, the percentage will drop 80% in 2023, 60% in 2024, 40% in 2025, 20% in 2026, and 0% thereafter. Any portion of equipment that you were not able to take bonus depreciation on, you will be able to take regular depreciation over the normal life of the asset. Bonus depreciation will now apply to both new and used property. Prior to the law that was passed at the end of 2017, it only applied to new property. This provision applies basically to the same assets as discussed in the Section 179 expensing area. However, there are some exceptions uh, most notably the uh, qualified improvement property. Now, I would like to make it clear that many states either have their own Section 179 limitations. For example, my home state of New Jersey limits Section 179 to $25,000 or do not allow bonus depreciation. Please keep in mind the rules that are in place for each taxing jurisdiction, for each taxing jurisdiction, whether it's federal, state, or city, to which you are subject. Here are a few other items that actually did go against business. Business interest is limited to adjusted, is limited to 30% of adjusted taxable income, but only for companies that average more than $25 million in annual sales. Net operating losses can no longer be carried back two years. This allowed you to recoup taxes previously paid, but does allow you to carry forward these losses forever. The old law had them expire in 20 years. Entertainment expenses were eliminated. There are also various types of retirement plans available to allow business owners to take large deductions on their return. It is imperative that you discuss retirement plans before year end because many plans must be adopted, although not necessarily funded, before year end. Once the year has closed, you will have far fewer options. The new 20% deduction for qualified business income of pass-through entities, which includes sole proprietorships, partnerships, and S-corporations, this would also apply to all LLCs with the exception of those that choose to be taxed as a C-corporation. This deduction will also apply to rental real estate. This new deduction, while very beneficial, also involves complications which are well worth navigating. But again, you must allow for some planning. Decisions may have to be made on compensation for this year or even converting your LLC to an S corporation next year. While most small businesses are not C corporation, I did want to alert those that are. The corporate tax rate dropped to 21% in 2018. The alternative minimum tax or AMT was eliminated for, for corporations and tax on personal service corporations was eliminated. That used to be at the highest individual rate. Now all corporations are taxed at 21%. So I'd like to summarize by saying again that while there were varying benefits and consequences as a result of the new tax law for individuals, almost all businesses, large and small, were helped. I am stating no time has ever been better to start your own business. With today's technologies, many businesses can be run from the comfort of your own home. I want to state very strongly I am in no way encouraging any type of a tax scam. I am discussing legitimate small businesses only. The tax laws were rewritten at the end of 2017. 
It is time to make sure you altered your strategy on how you move your plastic piece around the board. My suggestion is opening a small business or changing the tax strategies of your existing business as a few of the strategies you should be considering. Thanks again for listening to the Accounting Tips for Entrepreneurs podcast. If you could please head over to Apple Podcasts, iTunes, or Spotify and leave me a five-star rating and write a review. Also, please connect with me on social media. If there are any tax or accounting-related topics you would like me to cover, please don't hesitate to reach out and let me know. If you are that small business owner or entrepreneur that really wants to learn more about how to minimize your tax liability and maximize your income, just head over to www.jeffcpaworld.com and I'll see you over there. Have a great day.